I'm Taylor Squellia, and this is Girl, It Is Time to Thrive. Welcome back to another episode. Today, I have Jamie the Nudie on the show, and this is so exciting for me because Jamie and I grew up together, and if you've noticed, if you've been listening for a while, I love to have people that I know on the show because I have watched so many incredible women do awesome things with their lives. And Jamie is one of them. I didn't even know how awesome she was until we started talking a few weeks ago. And I was like, oh my God, you do all of this stuff. So today we're going to really talk about the power of our mind and I'm going to have Jamie introduce herself. So thank you for being here. I'm really excited to have you. And can you tell us a little about what you do, who you are, everything? Yeah. Well, thank you so much for having me, Taylor. Um, It's an honor to be here. I am a certified mental performance consultant, and that's basically a big fancy word for, I help train people in sports psychology, which is essentially the brain training. It's the training of your mind. So you're used to having an athletic background. We had soccer, right? You going physically to practice, but Mm -hmm. what are you actually doing for your mental capacity? You're getting exhausted you might've missed some shots on goal, have those pressure situations with a penalty kick. And I'm that type of person that would help you be able to handle that. I have a bachelor's in management of sport industries. And after working in that field for a little while, I decided that that wasn't totally it, but it does help me now because I understand the business side of sport. Um, I ended up going and getting my master's in sports psychology. So, and then the certified aspect here is basically just meaning that I'm certified to help athletes. It could be business people or just anyone that wants help to enhance their mindset. So cool. So growing up, you don't know this. My, um, I grew up in a very sports oriented family, which you do know, but I always was like, I learned about sports psychology because my dad would talk to my brother and he was a pitcher and my brother would get in his head. And I used to think it was so cool. Cause it's like, you could, you could get every, you know, throw the perfect pitch or like the, you, if you're doing a free throws, if you're a basketball player in practice, you could get every single one, but the time of the game comes. And if you are not getting them. The reason isn't that you can't, it's because of your mind. And that used to fascinate me. So I'm really excited to have this conversation. So tell us a little bit more about sports psychology. I know you briefly just said it, but like sports psychology and the power of our minds, like they're, they're so intertwined and I'm just really excited to learn more. So my favorite thing actually to teach people is the power of self-talk. And that's essentially what goes on as your internal dialogue. Sometimes we have those slips where it just kind of comes out of our mouth as well. That could be self-talk. This, this stuff is happening 24 seven, whether we recognize it or not. Um, They could be beliefs, perceptions, thoughts, et cetera. And they actually shape how we respond emotionally and we have how we respond physically. So to go back to the example of being a pitcher or a free throw shooter, If you are just say like thinking of, I have to make this, well, you're going to add pressure to what's going on. And you're probably going to, I guess it will result in more tension. So you might not be able to make that free throw under pressure. Meanwhile, you're able to do that in practice. Mm -hmm. And that's because of the thought, feeling, behavior relationship 
which I think is the most fascinating thing out there. Well, tell us more. What does that mean? What is the thought? What is it? Say it again. Thought. Uh, Thought, feeling, behavior. All right. So what does that mean? What is a thought, feeling, behavior? So, so breaking it down, it's kind of exactly what we're saying it is. So Mm -hmm. we have our thoughts that create certain feelings that lead to certain behaviors. So then if we also look at how those thoughts affect us and what led to those thoughts, we can then establish trends and come up with like commonalities and more ways to help, whether it's okay, well, having pressure as a free throw shooter, if we're having these thoughts and it ends up giving us butterflies, which then creates muscle tension or actually like more of a spiral of thoughts that aren't helpful. We we can then learn to either like change our thoughts or maybe a relaxation technique um, for your muscles is something that we go to. A lot of people who do what I do or pretend they do what I do is they want to tell you that there's positive and negative thoughts. I actually think that there's six type of thoughts. So I'll break those down. So we have positive, negative, and neutral. You're most, like I said, you're most likely going to hear positive and negative. Well, what does that mean? I can say, I'm going to make this shot and it can either help you or hurt you. It could add too much pressure or it could give you confidence. We don't actually know. And it's not the same for everyone. So if I say that to myself and it motivates me and gives me that confidence that, heck yeah, I'm going to make it. I'm probably going to make it. I increase that chance, but just say you're the opposite and you say, I'm going to make it. And then you're like, oh my gosh, I'm going to make it. I have to make it. And then you end up missing because you've added too much pressure and it's not actually helpful for you. So everyone's thoughts affect them differently. And so we have the positive thought of just as an example, I'm going to do great. We have a negative thought of I'm not going to do great. And then a neutral thought is something that we say without judgment. It's very passive. We don't really have a reaction to it. The other three types of thoughts are helpful, unhelpful, and again, neutral. The goal is to make sure, well, to eventually, and this is like a lot of practice, we're talking like professional level athletics, to make sure that if those thoughts are not helpful, they're at least neutral. So we're not reacting to them. So they don't affect us. We're just in our zone. So if we go back to that example of how like, I'm going to make this helps me, that's going to be a positive and helpful thought. If we go back to the example for you, I'm going to make this, or I have to make this and you end up missing. It's actually an unhelpful thought. You see how I, how I did that? Yep. Okay. Yeah. That makes total sense. So I feel like I should be taking notes. (laughs) Yeah. Where's your pencil? I have a pen right oh, here. Perfect. Keep going. This is amazing. So that's, that's kind of like in a nutshell, my favorite thing to share with people. Um, and what I do is I'll teach something. It's kind of like a classroom setting 
And then I will build awareness because we can't change anything without awareness, right? Then we will learn the technique. We will apply it and then we'll adjust accordingly. Okay. So for all of you listening, if you're like, well, I don't play professional sports, this is the same thing if you were to go into a job interview Mm -hmm. or if you were to have a business call and you were looking for investors or you wanted to, if you're in the service industry and you were about to, with a potential client, we still have that, those, you know, the feelings, the thoughts, the behaviors, right? It's feeling, thought, behavior. So that is how this ties in. And that is exactly why Jamie is the perfect person to have on the show about this, because the power of our mind, just from the little bit that I know, it's so strong. It's so, it can have such an impact on us. If, you know, I like how you just said it, you can have a positive thought, but if it's unhelpful, because Mm -hmm. there are people who, you know, they put way too much pressure on themselves and then they go the complete opposite where the same thing can be said to another person. And they're like, exactly that example. It's a positive thought. And you're like, fuck yeah, I'm going to do this. (laughs) I'm so good. And I always think just when you say that example, my boyfriend love him he's not cocky I promise but he'll do something like yeah I'm so fucking good and I'm like god I wish I had that I wish I had that because where it's like I do something and I I, you know I can celebrate it Mm -hmm. but then I'm like oh my god there's an added level of pressure yeah (laughs) like am I gonna do that again where he is exactly like you're that first example where it's positive helpful yeah and he just goes for it so it's so cool that the same thing can be said in how we react differently. Mm-hmm. So can we talk about the benefits of if someone's listening to this and they're like, wait, I want to start to apply this. What would be the first step? Other, Well, awareness is the first step. Mm-hmm. So what is the second step? So, well, let me just go back to what you said at the very beginning of that. So like you mentioned, this not only helps athletes, this helps business people, this could help kids in school. It's not only that business Mm -hmm. presentation, it's also that school presentation. Let me tell you, like, I remember in high school, didn't even have to be high school. It could have been before I would be scared shitless to be giving a presentation in front of anyone. And I I actually remember that. Yeah. In college, I started to get over it, not only because I realized there were so many people not paying attention and they did not care (laughs) what was going on in front of them. They weren't listening anyways, but I like used that self-talk before knowing what it really was. Right. Cause I'm going to school for sport business. I don't even know about the psychology aspect of it. Like the name that goes with it. And it's, it can help you in so many areas of your life, whether it's just you trying to set goals or get into a routine, develop consistency. Maybe you need more confidence or maybe you're a little anxious and you need to relax or you notice you need to adjust some muscle tension. And also side note too, like I'm not a clinical psychologist. I'm also not a physical therapist. I'm strictly here to help you reach your peak performance. And that's through enhancing that mental game. When, um, when it, you start to figure out the self-talk and you become aware of certain things, is there a way to become aware of, and I think this is what you mean when you say aware, 
if positive talk is helpful or unhelpful for you? Is that what you're talking about? So when we're building awareness, we, Mm -hmm. first of all, if we're doing self-talk, I would most likely give you a chart. I'm a very big chart handout person. Okay. Um, The one chart that I have specifically that I'm referring to, I have four columns on it. We have an activating event. What led to that thought? So we can figure out what caused this, like what stirred this emotion or behavior or result up? What made that thought happen? Almost like a trigger. Okay. Then we look at what the thought actually was. Then how it affected us emotionally, how it affected our feelings. Were we nervous? Were we more confident? Were we happy? Made us feel like mentally stronger? You name it. Um, And then physically, Mm -hmm. what was it doing to our body? Did we have that muscle tension? Was our heart racing? Did we have those butterflies, et cetera? Okay. So once someone has become more aware of that, and I love that you give a chart because it's very, it can be very helpful Mm -hmm. when you see it ran out like that. You know, sometimes people are like, I don't know what I'm feeling. And it's like, you do, you just, you don't know how to express it. Right. So once people have started to tap into that and they're either, they have the chart that you've given them, or if Mm -hmm. you're listening to this and you just wrote down exactly what she said, how long should they be practicing that type of awareness to really start to figure out their habits to get into, you know, is it just like, do you usually have your clients like monitor for like a week or a month or how does that work? So typically I'll meet with people once a week. Um, There are some people that I do self-talk with from start to finish in five five sessions, wham, bam, done. There are other people where awareness building just takes a little longer. Remember that it's also based on like cognitive ability as well. And if you already have an established sense of awareness, if we're starting from scratch and you don't like handouts or you don't totally believe in what we do, it's probably going to take a little longer. Also for like the younger kids, Mm -hmm. I won't work with anyone under 11, um, especially males. Like there's no bias there, but they're just not cognitively developed enough to really grasp and benefit from this work. And then like, I would say the most, I feel like the most impressive group that I've had is definitely over 30, but my motivation with helping people is totally in like that collegiate or elite athletic level. So what we would do after building that, having that chart for awareness It really just depends on what that chart says. Maybe it turns into like building confidence. And then we go into thought changing to make those thoughts that you're having helpful. So we have better results. And that doesn't necessarily mean positive. Remember what we talked about earlier. And we're going to basically figure that out Mm -hmm. by what's on the chart. We're going to label it if it's helpful or unhelpful, you know, What's our optimum level of arousal, heart rate, mindset, et cetera. So we could try to achieve that flow state to reach that peak performance. And it really just depends on the person. And like I said before, their willingness and what they bring to the table. If it's very cut and dry self-talk, it's going to be something as simple as doing that chart and 
learning thought changing. And if it's not, it might involve confidence building, relaxation and thought changing. So there's no like total systematic way to do it. It's just going to be dependent on the person. Which makes total sense. Yeah. So we become aware. Well, we start doing the chart. We start figuring out, you know, our triggers, how we start to react to things, the way that our body feels, the heart racing, the butterflies, whatever, all of that stuff. So once you start doing that, what would if someone was listening and they are, they're willing to start committing to this because they have a huge fear of showing up or Mm -hmm. huge fear of presenting and they want to get, so you want to start getting over all of this. What would be, you know, obviously working with you would be the best thing because then they can start to like work with a professional, but if they are just sitting at home and they want to start becoming aware, how can they start making positive changes? Is it, that they start becoming aware of sometimes positive talk is not helpful or, I mean, I know it's a lot deeper than all of this, but if you could like give us the tip of the iceberg on that one. Yeah. So tip of the iceberg, uh, I would personally recommend if you're comfortable with journaling, write it down, write down and see how many thoughts you can identify. And then can you identify them as positive, negative, or neutral? And then helpful, unhelpful, or neutral. You could also audio record yourself and you don't have to write anything down. I personally love writing. I just love writing. Mm-hmm. I love seeing that visual. And those are those are two like quick ways to do it. Um, another way to build awareness around your thoughts to help make that change stronger. There's like a little exercise um, called like paper clips. And if I ruin your washer or dryer, I'm not liable mm-hmm. for that. Please take them out before anyone does the laundry. <laughs> Start with them in one pocket. And when you recognize that you have a thought, you move it to the next pocket. And then eventually, I don't know how long it will take. All of those paper clips will be in the opposite pocket. Then you could take it to the next step and be like, okay, well, They've started in my hoodie pouch now. I have a pile of paper clips in my hoodie pouch. My left pocket is positive and my right pocket is negative. If it's neutral, I guess I just put it on the table, for example. So once they're all sorted, then you can kind of grasp, okay, well, these seem more positive. These seem more negative. And then you could do the same thing with like different locations, putting paper clips or more pockets if you want to wear more than one sweatshirt. (laughs) Okay. That makes sense. It's because then you have that visual, which a lot of people that helps, you Mm -hmm. know, I'm a big advocate for journaling too. It took me a very long time, Mm -hmm. but once you get into the habit of journaling and really feeling safe enough to express yourself, because that was something I struggled with was like, Mm -hmm. even though it was my journal and it was my mind to paper, there's like that safety feeling. Right. So I feel like if you're listening and you're like, Oh, journaling paper clipping sounds almost fun. Like if you are struggling with, I don't know, doing something on social media. Cause a lot of you guys are business owners online. So if you're doing something on social media and showing a reel, an educational reel where you show your face makes you stressed the F out, mm-hmm. that would be a really fun way to be like, as you're set, as you're preparing, as you know, that you're going to be doing it to do that paperclip thing to say, to really figure out how you overall feel about it. So that's, that's a fun exercise. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, very. Oh, Oh, I was just going to say, um, to like go off of paper clips, you really just like sparked another thought in my head because there's also something called mindfulness. I'm not sure if you're familiar with it. It's basically you being in the here and now. Okay. We're not being phased by what's happened or what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Everything is like just coming in without judgment and it's leaving without judgment. That's actually something that I struggle with. I, I have a hard time doing it because I'm like, all right, I have this and this and this on my to-do list. So even just practicing something like mindfulness and not even playing with your self-talk, you're just kind of like muting. You're muting the voice in the head with mindfulness. That's also another thing that you could do aside from journaling, mm-hmm. audio recorder, paper clips, or a chart. I will say that's very, very helpful because when I was struggling with like severe crippling anxiety, mm-hmm. I don't know, like four or five years ago, my therapist mm-hmm. said, Anxiety comes from overthinking the past or, you know, thinking about the past and overthinking what hasn't even happened. So if you can Mm -hmm. focus on the present, which I think Mm -hmm. a lot of women more than men, sorry guys, but I think they struggle with that more because of the to-do list, because of Mm -hmm. we're just natural planners. So mine, I didn't know that was like the proper term, but it makes sense because Mm -hmm. if you can really just shut it off and just like take it one step at a time, you know, it's cliche, but it's that does work. So I back you up on that one. Yeah. And a lot of this stuff is totally cliche and it's sometimes it's hard, but it works. It does. It absolutely works. And I'm like, if you don't, if you don't try, you're not going to know, you're not going to feel the power of it. And the really cool thing about mindfulness, like you just explained was being in that here. And now we're either worried about what already happened or we're like, anxiously worrying about what's going to happen being in that present moment and in our own headspace at this current time and just reacting to that kind of slowing time down taking in the moment it's that's like the goal of what we were talking about earlier having the neutral and neutral thought it's you're neutral and it exerts neutrally we're living in the present and we're not affected by something that's either positive or negative and it you know what I'm saying the neutral is the power and that mm-hmm. and that could be done through mindfulness but it's totally not expected to be achievable by everyone like I am I'm just like your brother or I'm sorry I'm just like your boyfriend it's watch me watch me take notes watch and learn oh yeah and I'll do it time and time again I'll pick up a basketball and I'll go play a game of course with that mindset and I'll beat bas- people who've played basketball their whole life. The power of the mind is just so crazy. And it's so hard to, it's so hard to explain to anyone who doesn't want to buy into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and I love that you're bringing a scientific approach to it because a lot of people will be like, are you talking about manifestation? Are you talking like woo woo and whatever you want to freaking call it, there is power of the mind. There is a way that we can actually control so much of what happens mm-hmm. to us. And I think a lot of people let their mind control them. Yeah. I'm not on a high horse. I struggle mm-hmm. with stuff like this all the time, but I do know that when you actually do, like you said, take control of that mind and you start to have more neutral thoughts, there is seriously, like seriously, mm-hmm. like life-changing, game-changing effects that happen. There are. And Experiencing that like every day, whether it's 
working or just being home, you, mm-hmm. you can see that it rains outside and you're like, I hate the rain. This day is going to suck. Ooh. And guess what? You're going to step in that puddle. Yep. You're going to trip. You're going to drop your papers or spill your coffee. Yep. It's going to have a spiral all because you woke up and you saw the forecast or you looked outside. Mm-hmm. When you learn to love the rain or not let the rain affect you, that's when you win. Yeah. And I, and I give that example all the time, actually, with waking up, going to school and seeing that it's raining, but you have a test and you fail the test. Mm hmm. And everything in your locker gets soaked versus you wake up and it's sunny as long as that's your ideal day, Mm -hmm. right? Going to school, you didn't miss the bus. Everything is dry. You had a great lunch. You felt prepared for the test. You weren't distracted by everything else that has gone wrong during the day, like when it was raining. Mm -hmm. It's people are like their own limit and when people say the sky is the limit, it really is. You need to be able to be open to making change because you can very easily go like huddle in that corner and that corner becomes your bubble. If you're open to change and growing that mindset, I honestly believe that the world is yours. You're going to take it as far as you want to go. And You also need to Mm. take care of yourself. You need to celebrate those little wins. I actually have uh, someone that I'm working with who it's very hard for that individual to recognize what they're successful at. Meanwhile, you'd sit down and have a conversation with them and I'll have a whole list as they're talking and they're just like, they can't even come up with anything that they have done that would they would consider a success because their self-confidence is so low. Mm. Meanwhile, I'm like, okay, this is impressive. This is impressive. This is impressive. So I've actually taken that success or wins list and I've changed the name of the, what have you done list to try to break it down Mm -hmm. to show them that there are things that they're doing that they should be proud of. And this also like turns into expectations and realistic expectations and beliefs of what you're capable of like I'm not gonna go win the Olympics it's just it's not happening however if Mm -hmm. I'm going to be the best certified mental performance consultant in Connecticut or in New England maybe even on the whole east coast one day bring it on if if I set out to do that, then I'll absolutely make that happen. Do I want to absolutely do that and make that happen? Right now, I don't know the answer to that. I'm taking that day by day. It's fun. I love the work. I love helping people. But it's also athletics best kept secret. Mm -hmm. So of course, that is the disadvantage for me. Because no one spreads by word of mouth because they're not going to tell people that they're working with me because the word psychology is scary alone because of that stigma, but also I'm the competitive advantage. Why are they going to share their best kept secret? Yeah, that's so true. Well, you definitely inspired me where you're like, I could be the best in Connecticut like this. 
that is, that's the mentality to have. I mean, that is how you hit new levels of success every single day, week, month, like when you have that type of mindset. So where can people find you and learn more about what you do and, you know, just like absorb everything that you've been saying today in a deeper level? Yeah. So um, anyone can head on over to my website. It's www.mindedgeperformance.com. You could shoot me an email and we can discuss further. Uh, my email is jamie at mindedgeperformance.com. And I do also have an Instagram and that handle is mindedgeperformance. Perfect. Everything will be linked in the show notes too, cool. but thank you so much for coming on here and talking about this today. This has been such a cool topic such a good way to like look at things to really it really was a good example of how powerful the mind is because I think we all say people a lot of times will say it but you really broke it down scientifically which is really cool yeah I'm so happy I was able to be on the show and like we touched upon this was the tip of the iceberg there's so much more and it's so hard to not like overshare and go off on another tangent to get into something else but it really is. I could, I could have you on and talk about this again. <laughs> yeah. Whenever you want, I'm, I'm here for it. Okay. I think we can all agree that Jamie knows what's up. The fact that she's able to not just like the fact that she's working with athletes, because that is such an incredibly cool demographic, but the fact that she is so understanding of the science behind the power of her mind like I love woo woo stuff, but when we can back it up with also science and just see why our mind is so powerful, that is something that is just thrilling to me. So I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. I hope that you reach out to Jamie, ask questions, give her a follow because she is just so educated and so knowledgeable in this area. And if you have athletes in your family at the college level, high school level, you guys should be reaching out to her because she can really help up their game. And I think that's just something so incredible, but it's also really cool that we can take her tips and up our business and entrepreneurship game. So that is that. Give her a follow. And as always, guys, be kind to somebody, eat some really good food and pat yourselves on the back because it's your time to thrive and that starts within. 